what is up everybody welcome to the whiskey sessions podcast a Matt's here with b pimp for episode 110 b pimp how's it going with you it's episode 110 bj armstrong number 10 from the chicago bulls back in the day i i really liked bj armstrong as a player and i would say like he had a a face that made him look like he was 12 years old even as an older man he still looks like that he has not aged no not at all uh but super good point guard the kind of point guard the bulls needed for that first three peat yeah basically like solid ball handler really good mid-range jumper did all the essentials yep uh, all right for this episode we are talking about things that we uh, are looking forward to doing once we're fully vaccinated so for the folks at home we we hope you're able to get your vaccine uh and definitely if uh, it's your turn which it should be just about everywhere i believe uh make sure you get it we're both between vaccine shots i'm team pfizer be pimp your team moderna yeah we're, we got it covered no johnson and johnson's here no but i so we're on news that Johnson and Johnson is finally back in circulation. I would totally have taken Johnson and Johnson. Yeah, I would have too. I mean, blood clots be damned, but it just seems like, what was it? Six cases out of 7 million. Come on. I know, I know, but I, you know, that's a, when it's a topic where people are already touchy about it. So anything they hear, they're like, Oh no, I yeah. can't get it now. Uh, all right. <laughs> I almost like, I'm not like I feel bad for Johnson Johnson. That's a, not a company anyone should feel bad for, but it just, I don't know. They're like, see what happens when we're honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but so we're going to talk about the things that we're looking forward to once we get vaccinated before we get to that. And before we get to the whiskey that you have be pimp, I understand from speaking before we started recording this episode that you have an incredible fun fact to share with us, kind of going back to a, a few episodes ago when we talked about worst band names. Yes, I um, we spent quite a quite a few uh, minutes lamenting the horribleness of the band Sixpence None the Richer's name, and so truly I terrible. found truly terrible. And for me, anyway, this really just made it twice as bad, and really justified my. Um, my mockery. So I did a little research because I was, I'm continually so puzzled by this name and I, it was sticking with me for weeks after we recorded. And I was just every, every few days I was just like sixpence and on the richer. What a terrible name. Um, so sixpence and on the richer, it was a Christian rock band hmm. and their name is a biblical reference. So the singer whose name is Lee Nash she was on The Late Show with David Letterman, and she described the origin of the band's name. So without further ado, here's what Lee Nash had to say about it. It comes from a book by C.S. Lewis called Mere Christianity. A little boy asks his father if he can get a sixpence, a very small amount of English currency in use at the time, to go and get a gift for his father. The father gladly accepts the gift, and he's really happy with it, but he also realizes that he's not any richer for the transaction. C.S. Lewis was comparing that to his belief that God has given him and us the gifts that we possess and to serve him the way we should, we should do it humbly, realizing how we got the gifts in the first place. And that's the end of Lee's description. And so the 
the upshot here is it's a meme referencing the thriftiness of Christians and the fact that they don't care. They don't like to give away money lightly. And that's how I take it. And I think I would put it, I would put it even higher, even though I had it number one, I'd put it somehow even higher on my list of terrible band names because of how awful that description is for the name. I kind of let her do it. She was just like going through that whole description. Like what Letterman's reaction would have been. Hey, you got any gum? <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. It does make that band name even worse. I, it would have been better if there was no thought but behind it. Yeah, if she was like, we were all really bombed and, and somebody said that before they passed out <laughs> and we thought, yeah, that should be the band name. I would take that. Yeah, times. I would take that explanation too. Uh, that would be much better. Um, I bet Paul Schaefer was just shaking his head over the keyboards <laughs> when she was describing yeah. this. And the only song that they're known for is the Kiss Me song, which seems you know, nothing Christian about that. Right, they're, Christ, they're a Christian rock band. You saw an opportunity to make some money, even though their name is about being humble. And they were like, yeah, we're going to make this cash from these rom-coms, baby. Let's write some checks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, truly terrible name. Thank you for the explanation. I am very happy with where I put it on my list then. Yes, uh, I think this is a, a case of just pure justification. Absolutely. Um, all right. Beepin, what whiskey do you have for this episode? So I've been going on a tour of the local binnies and looking for whiskeys from different states um, that we haven't had before. So I found one from Colorado. Ooh. Which I don't think we've had. Yeah. I don't think so. This is Breckenridge bourbon whiskey. It's a blend. You can see the bottle. I've had a little nip out of this this bad boy. (laughs) Had a little something. Um, it's a 43% alcohol by volume, 86 proof. What I like is that it says it's whiskey with snow melt water from the Rocky mountains blended in there. I want to give it a little cache. Yeah, I know. I'm going to see, um, but the, the little drink I've had, I just made a point to not pay attention at all. So this is still kind of a reaction. Just, just drinking it blindly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's no other, uh, fanciness to this. There's no, blurbs about why they picked the Rocky mountains or anything. It's just Breckenridge. So is it actually made in Breckenridge? Is Breckenridge yeah. a town or just a ski resort? Okay. It's a town. Yeah. It's a town. Apparently it says it's Breckenridge distillery, Breckenridge, Colorado. All right. So I'm going to do a neat little tasting here of the Breckenridge bourbon whiskey. What glass do you have it in? I got my, uh, my fancy Lisa glass that you got me. Oh, nice. Which is my official tasting glass for the whiskey sessions. It's got a nice, a nice uh, sweet smell to it. Floral. So you sip mm. that first sip. Taste the Rockies. Mm, okay. I feel like I'm in a Coors Light commercial all of a sudden. <laughs> See, now if I had said that, I would be, <laughs> I would be heading toward boot train. Driving it like Coors. What I'm liking about this one is um, it does have a nice warming finish to it, which is good. I also like that it's 43%, which is not, I mean, that's maybe on the lower side of some of the bourbons we've had. Usually they're closer to like 50-ish, mm-hmm. I would say. It's very, very sippable. It doesn't have a lot of bite or kick to it, I think. Maybe we'll see if the next sip has a little more kick. 
it's a very mellow feel to it also like a mouth feel it's not sharp it's easy to kind of give it a little um thought and taste the flavors are there any it, notes that you wouldn't normally catch like in a bourbon no not that i would normally catch i would say that it's a little bit less you know we always talk about the rise bread with the spiciness and we know bourbons don't necessarily but some bourbons still have a little bit of that to it this is very very mellow Mm, um maybe it's that rocky mountain water making it so mellow i don't know it's hard not to be mellow around the rockies that's right i'm gonna tell you this one is a little tricky for me because i like it sipping it you know a couple sips neat there was nothing over overtly negative the only negative is that it's not particularly unique to me or reminiscent of anything it's just very utilitarian and but i like the little smoothness for the rocky so i'm gonna put it on the smooth train after some deliberation there wow i actually thought when you started that sentence you were you were about to wind your foot up and give it the boot no no it makes the smooth train yeah colorado's colorado's on the smooth train it was it wasn't it's a very good whiskey i would not my considerations are usually is it good enough with my newfound 2021 sense of deliberation, is it going to pass that? And I would say this is just past that that threshold yeah. for me. Sounds like you're a little bummed that it's not, not a particularly unique taste, right? but still a smooth whiskey is a smooth whiskey. And, and yeah, and still one that I would recommend without reservation if anybody asked me. So yeah, I have to put it on the smooth train. Okay. I was trying to think about like doing a little bit of math about what it would take. And for our listeners at home, uh, Brian made the goal of 2021 to give half of the whiskeys he tasted the boot, which I think you've given a whiskey the boot in 2021. We are, as of this being released, so the end of April, we're about a, a third of the way through the year. You've given one whiskey the boot out of 10 maybe. Probably, yeah. I mean, it doesn't help that we had that one episode where we had three whiskeys and we they were all definitely on the smooth train. Yeah. So, you know, assuming we have maybe 30 more weeks of the year, something like that, so 15 more episodes, you'd have a whiskey on at least seven or eight of those, maybe well, as high as 10. And you're going to have to hand out some boots. I think I'm going to have to start shopping in a different section. Yeah. Uh, shopping on a different shelf, perhaps. That's true. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to put like a heart. I'm gonna have to do, have some austerity rules with my whiskey spending. Yeah, I mean, don't put yourself through you know pain or agony just having a bunch of like different you know flavors of Johnny Walker candy apple or something. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's gonna be hard to fulfill. So we'll we'll see where you end up. I may have to start going door to door and see if anybody have any like amateur distillers in my neighborhood. So I can oh God, well, don't see kill yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, that could, that, feels dangerous. that could put the podcast to a, a sad and premature end. I would hate if for part of your eulogy, I had to announce that you didn't reach your 2021 goal. I know it would just be the kicker on, on yeah, top of that. It'd be really sad. Uh, okay. Eulogy jokes aside, happy to be alive. 
as we mentioned at the top, we're getting our second shots soon. So we got about talk about the top five things that we're looking forward to getting back to. And I have really kind of just a tight five. I don't know. How, what, what were you thinking about when you put together this list? I have five with one honorable mention. And it was, it's funny because most of mine are related to, um, I, but there, I, there was enough difference where I can make them like their own entries. But, it's, you know, we, everybody's list would probably be similar for this. So it's just, it was just like, this might be, this is a little bit of an interesting one too, because it's going to be, I think this is just a topic that's kind of a, an emotional topic because it's been such a long slog mm-hmm. through this. I mean, some people, people have had varying approaches to how they, how responsible they are about their behavior during this. But for me, this has been a traumatic and a memorable experience to say the least of uh, what now a year, just over a year or so. Yeah. Um, I got to think collectively, this is the weirdest time of our lives. Yeah. It's pretty out there. So making this list was kind of like cathartic in a way too. It's just yeah. like, Hey, this is in the near future. It's, it's exciting. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, all right. Without further ado, then let's get into it. These are the top five things we're looking forward to doing once we're fully vaccinated. Four, less than six. It's the top five. Okay, my number five, and maybe it's because the season started not too long ago, but I suddenly really want to go to a baseball game. All right. And that's the kind of thing that could actually happen sooner rather than later. I mean, I guess I could go to a game now. The only problem is I noticed that tickets to the A's I love going to A's games. The A stadium is like really utilitarian. I mean, they also played football there. Um, but because of the limits, limited seating there uh, with COVID tickets have been like $65 and up each, which for me is like a little st- steep for baseball. Might do that for a basketball game or a playoff basketball game, but for a baseball game, I don't think so. So, yeah. but still really looking forward to just like, sitting in the sun, eating some peanuts, hope to catch a foul ball. That just sounds great to me right now. Yeah. I've been detached from the world of baseball. How are the A's looking? So interesting. You asked they're doing, they're doing well. Um, They started the season one in seven and then won 10 in a row. Wow. Yeah. So they're still above 500. And as of us releasing it, I, I would think they probably still are. But it's them and the Mariners for the top of the AL West. Nice. Yeah. Which, I mean, is more surprising that the Mariners are up there, but uh, it's exciting. I still don't know in my heart of hearts. I think in my heart of hearts, I'm pulling for the Mariners. Although every year I keep saying, forget the Mariners. I hate them. Yeah. uh, If it came down to those two teams, I'd have a real tough time pulling for the A's. Yeah. I, I mean, that's your childhood yeah that's tough uh what's your number five my number five um and ironically i'm drinking one right now but it's having a beer in a bar yeah that sounds great i i would call this a maybe a a dip and a half Ooh. yeah not not quite a true double dip but what are you looking forward to most and just just being in a bar well, okay, so I'm having a 360 pills by a brewery in Buffalo Grove, Illinois. And so that 
is just to say, I like going to local breweries where they have a tap room. I like trying out their beers. I like talking to the bartenders and asking questions and even like something as simple as you're on your way home from work and it's Thursday night and there's a Bulls game on and you say, I'm going to go stop at Chili's and have a Michelob Ultra and watch the, <laughs> this Bulls game. Like anything like that where it's just like a something that you could do on a whim and you don't have to like agonize over the decision. It's just it's like a nice thing to be able to enjoy every so often. And with the way that it's been recently, we, we can't do that. So I'm, I think it's a symbolic thing. Yeah. And it, it's like an opportunity too to just be not quite as scheduled. Like, I feel like throughout the pandemic, we've been like, okay, we're going to the store once a week at this time. We try to get all of the food for the week because we don't want to go to a store more than we have to. Right. Uh, and just like all those types of things, it's so much more planned out, which is just annoying. I like the idea of just, okay, let's just stop at this place on the way home. Have yeah. Fun. And it's like when we were up in, uh, when we were visiting you guys last year and we saw, uh, we went to Russian river and it's a place I'd never been to. I always heard their beers were great and you get to try it out, see what their decor is like, see what the people are like that make it. It's just exciting. You know, Definitely. So my four is uh, the reason I said it was a kind of a half a double dip or a, a one and a half dips, whatever <laughs> the term might be, was I'm looking forward to playing a show at a bar. So yeah, I think it's just the thing. I would like to play live music again or just see live music. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely missing that. That's something that's like, especially for you, who's, I don't know how long in your life. I mean, it's since I've known you've been playing live shows and I'm sure it's been dated before that. So that's got to be hard. Yeah. And it's, I, and the thing is, I didn't even play that many live shows. I'm not like a touring musician or anything like that. But even if it's like one every other month, it's still hard that it has been well over a year at this point. Yeah. All right. What is your number four? Four. My number four, four is playing basketball at the park district by my house. Yeah. Because I was in a really, really good routine of playing, I don't know, two or three times a week for a few hours, like really good exercise, working on getting my jumper back, getting my handles back. Everything was coming into shape. And then all of a sudden, bam, can't go there. And I don't have any good outdoor hoops by me. So it's like, damned, you know, can't even do that. So I'm just waiting till it's safe to go back into the Streamwood Park District and get back at it. That'll be nice. Like, I haven't checked in the last few weeks. Maybe they put them back up. I don't know. But in my neighborhood, they tore down the rims. Yeah. For the outdoor hoops. So, I mean, I have to wait for them to put them back up. I think, like, outdoor basketball here is fine because the weather is usually fine. But, uh, yeah, I am looking forward to get, getting back at that, too. Yeah. All right, my number three is, I, I guess I would call this like eating indoors at a restaurant slash going on a date. Yeah. We just haven't had that. And like we, going into the pandemic, our daughter was only six or seven months old, I think seven months old. And we had just started to get comfortable with the idea of having a babysitter. Like we did that for the first time I think the first stranger we had babysitting was 
if I'm not mistaken, was for when you and Lisa were here and we went out to dinner after, uh, after the ceremony. Yeah. And so we were just getting used to that idea. And then the pandemic. And that was a, a delicious dinner at Greens. Oh, yeah. That place is great. Um, so we got to get back to that. We did, when Maggie's parents were here a couple of weeks ago, we went on like a hike, just the two of us, and had some wine. And that was really nice. So just that plus like at a decent, nice restaurant would be amazing. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, what's your number three? Number number three is family parties slash get-togethers. So I'm just, we haven't, even though my parents live about an hour-ish south, um, we've all been pretty, pretty much like isolating because it's like, you know, my parents are in their 60s and 70s and um, they, my dad has been vaccinated for a while. My mom just got her first shot pretty recently. So there, we're all going to be fully vaccinated. My aunt Jewel included like around the same time, middle of May. And my sister's flying in from New York. Nice. Um, for, she'll, she'll be here for her birthday and we're going to have like our first party since before, before the uh, pandemic started about, it's going to be a few weeks from now. So, I mean, it's going to be great. We used to, every, every couple of weeks we would probably, you know, or at least once a month or so we would do something. And just getting back to being able to do that without having to worry about, am I, because we, at least and I have been really pretty good about like isolating and doing what we can do, but just felt like it's an unnecessary risk when we yeah. didn't have vaccines. So being able to get back to that with, with both of our families will be great. Yeah, that, that will be awesome. That's a, a good call on that one. Uh, my number two was your number four and that's playing basketball. I don't know if I have too much else to say that other than it has been so long. I'm actually nervous about playing one injuries. Probably uh, the one thing that the pandemic has been good for so many things, but been terrible for <laughs> Well, it's been terrible for everything, but especially for trying to be in any kind of shape. Yeah. The only way I exercised normally was playing basketball. And I haven't done that since last March, um, which it was actually like one of the last things I did, which was kind of hilarious how not seriously I took the pandemic, like right at the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, we, <laughs> we had uh, our last day of work in San Francisco at our office. It was a Monday. I think it was like March 9th or something. And we had a, a whole big meeting and uh, the head of the company said, you know, this is going to be, you can actually leave whenever you want today. This is going to be the last day of work at the office. And then we'll see what happens. We're going to take at least the next two or three weeks off and then kind of figure out where we are, which is hilariously naive to think about now. Like, yeah, it's going to be gone in three weeks. Yeah. But, <laughs> but then after work that day, I still played basketball in a nearby court with a bunch of people before going home. Yeah. And that was the last time I played. And then two days or three days later, the NBA stopped. And I think that was the moment I was like, Oh, this is, <laughs> this is a for real thing. <laughs> yeah. When the, when the March, when the NCAA tournament got canceled too, I was like, Oh, there's no way they would give up money voluntarily. So this must be really, <laughs> <laughs> must be serious. Mm -hmm. um, 
yeah so that's that's my number two getting back to that my basketball i actually inflated my basketball a couple weeks ago and dribbled in our backyard just for a bit to get the to get my handles back but we'll see i don't know how this is going to go and i'm very nervous of if i'm ever going to be able to dunk again i think that's the key thing i'm worried about now i have faith i think we'll be seeing you um next year dunking again on the internet i i hope so yes all right what's your number two my number two is hanging with local friends so the driving distance people i live around that we have not hung out with each other we only talk on you know chat or whatever on group chats or texting or whatever i want to be able to hang out in person yeah there's not much more to say about it just being able to like hang out without having to worry about it have you done like social distance gatherings or like walks or anything uh we did not largely no we've we've done some walks but not not really not like not this year for sure it's been mostly about a year since we saw most people so yeah that will be great then yeah we've done like a few hikes with people where we're distance and always wearing masks and after a while like i mean it's nice to see people but it just kind of sucks to have to do that yeah uh all right my number one is travel and i don't even mean like awesome vacations or anything like that uh the very first trip we were going to go to hawaii last april so that was the first thing that was canceled and and we never went to seattle i haven't been to seattle in like two years and of course i'm sure i don't know how many times we would have gone to chicago um but yeah that is uh definitely something i'm looking forward to i've already scheduled and it is two weeks after i get my second shot uh, a trip to see my brother in dc uh just me uh i think the last thing we have to figure out is at what point family-wise are we comfortable traveling because elena's just not going to be able to get a vaccine right for i'm sure a while uh, yeah. i don't know what the timetable is for vaccinating a like well she'll be two by the time it's at all possible i'm sure at least but the hope is that so many people would be vaccinated by then that the cases would just be really really low and we'd have to decide if that's good enough right but yeah definitely looking forward to doing some actual traveling i'm calling this a double dip for my number one all right because mine the way i phrased it is basically because i said hanging with local friends so visiting friends and family that aren't local so you guys in the bay area absolutely can't wait to get back there um my friend keith our friend keith moved to madison wisconsin just before all this started happening we have a couple other close friends jesse and katie that live there my sister's in brooklyn and we haven't been to new york in a few years so i mean there's places that we had on our list of like we're gonna go there we just don't know when we're gonna go again and then when it becomes like oh you definitely can't like Mm -hmm. that's gonna be the thing that we're looking forward to the most when this is all said and done yeah and i'll say this on the air and off the air Whenever you and Lisa are ready to come here, we would be more than happy to have you. Yeah, we can. And we can get reservations at Greens again. And I'll find a babysitter who's been vaccinated. And I want Burma Superstar. And there's a few places that are just very memorable food 
uh, experiences in my limited trials in the in the Bay Area so far. So, yeah, it actually, what else was like really fun about you visiting was just I had to think in a different way too because I'm never looking for vegan restaurants or just vegan options at restaurants. And the Bay Area is, I think, relatively pretty good for that. Yeah, it's one of the best places. So I'm looking forward to like trying new places too when you guys are here. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Uh, any you mentioned you had an honorable mention. Yeah, I, I want to go to. I, I'm a fan of um, going to see wrestling shows, and I haven't been able to see one. I think the last one I went to was. It might have been actually in the early, or no, I think it was like November 2019. Um, I went to see one, but yeah, I want to. I want to see uh, a wrestling show in person again. It's, that it's would be much better in person. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sure. I've never been to a wrestling show, but it, it does feel like one of those things that's got to be infinitely better in person than it is on TV. Yeah. Yeah. My, the only honorable mention I considered was just going to a movie in a movie theater. That's a good one too, which I know some people have done. I would not do that <laughs> without being vaccinated for some reason. That is like, ah, no thanks. Yeah. Um, but what really made me think of it too, is there are not that many movies that I feel like I need to see in a theater, but I did get HBO max to watch Godzilla versus Kong, which listeners at home, I think is a good movie. Go ahead and get HBO Max for a month and then cancel it at the end. So you can watch that a couple of times. Maybe you can see Mortal Kombat too. But that is the kind of movie I'm like, I wish I was in a theater to see this. Yeah. It's great at home. I watched it twice, but it would have been definitely better in a theater. That's a good point. All right. Folks at home, if you are not vaccinated, partially vaccinated, fully vaccinated. Tell us what you're looking forward to uh, once uh, you are finished with that. Um, and we'd love to hear it. You can hit us up at whiskey sessions, music at gmail.com. You can hit us up on our Twitter feed. That's at whiskey sessions. And yeah, we're looking forward to hearing from you. Uh, but that's what we got to get to. Now we have a whole email inbox just bursting at the seams with listener emails. So let's get to them now. These are your emails. You sent us emails to read emails and now we'll read them. All right, B-Pimp, what do we got in the old email inbox? Dear Whiskey Sessions, it's not surprising that you two would make a critical error on one of these so-called podcasts, mm. but, but orcas are called killer whales because they are killer, as in slang for super cool, not because they kill other living things. Please stop perpetuating falsehoods and do some research. Sincerely, Jerry, the whale expert. Thanks, Jerry. I, I'll be honest. I didn't do a ton of research, and I <laughs> apologize for missing this grave error. Yeah. Sorry, Jerry. I just, I feel like they've been called killer whales for before killer was really even slang like that. Yeah, I'm going to, this may, I may regret this because Jerry seems like he's a little feisty, but I'm going to say, I, I'm not buying it. Yeah, I just a gentle pushback, Jerry. I am not sure. Maybe, and I don't want to offend Jerry here. Maybe you need to do your research. Yeah, maybe send us some documentation to back up this claim and we'll, we'll give you a full and frank apology. Because I spent 10 minutes on Wikipedia researching that episode. So unless you got something better. Uh, all right. Uh, I've got another email from Jennifer in St. Paul, Minnesota. It says, hey, dudes, loving the first two Whiskey Sessions EPs. 
an idea for the third one. Instead of irreverent hip hop, how about Morrissey style sad songs? I like that. I, I like that idea too. Plus Morrissey's a vegan, right? Yes. Okay, so maybe I just need to become a vegan too and we can just be like double Morrissey. Also, it would help if I could sing or play an instrument because then I could feel like I'm actually part of <laughs> part of the musical I creation think here. It's really more about the emotion. Okay. Like uh, Morrissey's talented, but I think the reason he's popular still is just the emotion of the songs. And yeah. I'm sure we can. I'm sure we're twice as emotional as that loser is. Yeah, that's right. I, I am signing on to this. I'm, I'm ready to go. Here we go. Whiskey Sessions 3. It's going to be a downer. Whiskey Sessions 3. Uh, leaning on whiskey as a crutch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of fits right into just like <laughs> talking about that. Yeah. Um, all right. Again, hit us up. Uh, we're going to read your email on a future episode if you send it to whiskey sessions music at gmail.com. So please do that. And uh, yeah, that does it for this episode. Looking forward to brighter days. B Pimp, do you have any words of wisdom to leave our listeners with? In honor of Morrissey, meat is murder. Exactly. Meat is murder. Oh, I had an impossible burger for the first time I cooked it. Yeah, baby. It was good. It's good stuff. Can you explain this to me? And I know I could have done one second of research to find this out as to why this is the case. But why, when I was cooking it, was it bleeding still? Because it's impossible. So they have to really commit to make you think that it's actually meat. They really did. Because I was like, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, still, Impossible Burger, they were good. Uh, I think what I really like, it just, it didn't taste... It didn't have a taste that I didn't expect. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having that for dinner tonight. I'm getting some impossible sliders from White Castle. Oh, they make impossible sliders? Yeah, they do. And they're delicious. Nice. Uh, my digestive system won't do White Castle, but uh, kudos to you. Thank you. Uh, all right. Until next time, this is Amet saying peace out. And B-Pimp, meat is murder. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>